The United Nations Security Council will meet today in response to the unprecedented attack by Hamas on Israel. Joining us now is Pamela Falk, who covers the UN for CBS News. Pam, thanks for joining us today. How can the United Nations respond to these attacks? What, what actions are possible here? Well, the U.N. Security Council called this meeting, it's an emergency session on Sunday afternoon, as attacks on Israel and fighting with Hamas are continuing from the multi-front attack on Israel by the Palestinian Hamas militant group in the Gaza Strip on Saturday. Now, we know right now Israelis and Americans are among the dead and hundreds of hostages are being held. So in a letter to the 15 Nations Security Council, Israeli ambassador to the UN, Gilad Erdan, wrote a letter that we obtained that said that Israel expects and demands that the UN Security Council immediately condemn Hamas, and he will be speaking before the meeting. Ambassador Adan said in his letter to the Security Council, which will be meeting in closed-door session, but with comments, for example, by Adan to the press before the meeting. But this um, attack included attacks entering Israel by land, sea, and air using paragliders after a barrage of rockets fired from the Gaza Strip. So what the Israeli UN ambassador is calling is some kind of statement condemning Hamas. Now, both the U.S. and the Emirates, now on the Security Council, wanted the meeting closed to have more frank discussions. And several members of the council say it is unlikely that a unified statement, the one that Ambassador Adam was calling for, will be produced. But because of the Abraham Accords of normalization between several Arab countries and Israel, and in this case between the United Arab Emirates and Israel, you will hear and have heard in the past day more supportive response from the Emirates than other Arab countries, including from Saudi Arabia and Qatar. So there is unlikely to be a statement, but there is more support. And it was both the Emirates and the U.S. that wanted this meeting closed so they could be more frank. What would a condemnation in effect do, though, Pam? What a condemnation from the Security Council would do is show the world that the international community is united about this kind of a brutal attack where at least 600 people have been, and probably the numbers will go up, have been killed in Israel, which is a staggering toll, um, and more than 300 been killed in Gaza. And uh, it would tell the world that there is a support support for attacks against the sovereignty of Israel and, of course, against this kind of brutality where women and children uh, were taken hostage, where people were killed and paraded through the streets. And that's what Israel is hoping for. Now, of course, the UN has a history of making so many resolutions in the General Assembly against Israel. The Israeli mission to the UN has been working very um, tirelessly to change that perception at the UN and to make sure the UN does hear the voice of Israel, which you will hear today. Uh, but 
the actual accords, the Abraham Accords normalizing with several Gulf states has been the most instrumental in changing the international community. And you'll hear that today at the United Nations. Will it will a statement by anyone outside the Security Council that's not a resolution change anything on the ground? No. But it does tell the world that there are several Arab countries that are supportive of Israel's defense. Now, what about President Biden's affirmation yesterday uh, for um, the United States support of Israel? Uh, Does that tilt the scale at all at the U.N.? Uh, Yes, certainly the U.S. is strong, strong support for Israel coming from the White House, coming from the State Department, does send a very clear message uh, to the world that the United States doesn't see this as a um, as a back and forth, but sees this as an attack on Israel, where Israel does have the right to self-defense and to defend its borders. And Israel and Saudi Arabia have been engaged in peace talks, uh, yes. which both sides have expressed promise in recent weeks. Republicans say this attack is a clear move by Iran to derail those peace talks. Several like Arkansas Senator Tom Cotton calling on the Biden administration to cease all engagements with Iran. So what is the political fallout here? Uh, the political fallout is, number one, there's fear that in southern Lebanon on Israel's border, there could be some kind of additional attacks. And so uh, the U.N. is very aware, since there's a peace mission in southern Lebanon, a peacekeeping mission in southern Lebanon, the U.N. is aware and international community is aware and the U.S. is aware that there could be um, any kind of attack or or expansion of this fighting if and when Hezbollah in southern Lebanon also um, interested in attacking Israel could expand this this fighting. So that's one of the fallouts. In terms of um, the moment in which um, Saudi Arabia and Israel were working and continue to work toward a U.S. broker, broker deal to normalize relations, that's the uh, similar one to what the Emirates, what Bahrain and Morocco have with Israel. Uh, you do see what the Saudis say is that they are closely monitoring the unprecedented developments they do put in statements that, oh, the the Palestinians have been under um, attack in the past, and the conditions of the Palestinian state are not what um, they prefer. But they are calling for an immediate cessation of any kind of escalation, protection of civilians, and so the Saudi statement. And statements in the past 24 hours have been much more muted than they have in the past, given the fact that Israel and Saudi Arabia are both interested in normalizing ties. CBS News correspondent Pamela Falk, who covers the U.N. Pam, thanks so much for making yourself available to us today. Absolutely, Neil. Good talking. We'll see what goes on next.